fellow challenge lovers, welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me today. On tonight's podcast, coming to you a little later than anticipated, but coming nonetheless, Friday night film session here, record session, whatever you want to call it. We've got to continue on to episode two out of six of the Rewatch Recap mini series. That's right. If you missed it back on Monday, we put a brief pause to the Rewatch series As we had grown to know it, we held off on moving into Rivals and Beyond because we decided that, you know what, these first 20 seasons, 40-plus hours of talking about them wasn't nearly enough. We needed to go back one more time and make sure we celebrated the best of the best of these first 20 seasons. So if you haven't been with us the last couple months and you have no idea what I'm talking about, we've done 20 episodes now in the Rewatch series. Started on season one, most recently hit season 20, Cutthroat. And now, instead of moving on for a three-week period, this was week one, next week will be week two, and of course, week three will follow that. We're breaking down the best of the best from those first 20 seasons, mostly because it's awesome and they're awesome and it's worth celebrating, but also because I've got a little bit worried about when we get to the end of all of the seasons and we do big, long lists very similar to the ones we're doing right now, there's a good chance that a lot of these early seasons are going to get lost, are going to get overshadowed by some of the seasons we're very close to talking about in the rewatch series. So we thought, give them one more chance to have the spotlight shown on them. And on Monday, we broke down the eras of the challenge and then the top female, top male, and top overall casts of the first 20 seasons. Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we're breaking down the top 20 seasons of the first 20 seasons. We're putting all 20 seasons in definitive order. We more or less did that as we did each podcast, but some changes have been made. Some ties have been broken. We've got the full top 20 to list out for you. And then next week, Monday, we got the best daily challenges, top 20 of the first 20 seasons. Friday, the top 20 eliminations of the first 20 seasons. The week after that, we ranked the MVPs, best cast members of the first 20 seasons. And then that Friday, best quotes, best moments, 20 of each from the first 20 seasons. You get the idea by now. So tonight, this is episode two. There will be four more, six in total in the rewatch recap mini series. Before we dive in to the rankings of these 20 seasons, other programming notes, Ride or Dies recaps come out Wednesday nights. I'm really enjoying the season so far. I said this past Wednesday, I think Ride or Dies has officially exited the kind of preliminary stage of the season. Now all the teams are there. They've got rid of a bunch of the rookies as usual. And now I feel like the real game's about to begin. It's heating up. If you're not catching up with those, make sure you hit that follow subscribe button so you don't miss any of those recaps. Rewatch recap miniseries will be Mondays and Fridays the next couple of weeks. And then on Saturday mornings or sometimes Friday nights, depending which order she posts them in over on the most likely two podcast feed. I'm covering Survivor episode recaps with my good friend Paige. And sometime next week on this feed, her feed, both feeds, I don't know. We'll definitely be giving our thoughts on Challenge Mania Laugh Chicago. That is tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, I am probably right now sitting in Zany's Comedy Club listening to Tech 
to Pauly, to Susie, to Dan Walsh, to Scott Yeager himself doing some stand-up comedy, doing some meet and greet. I heard through the grapevine there might be some other special guests possibly maybe going to be there. So check out Challenge Historian on Instagram if you want to get some highlights. I'll definitely be snapping some pictures, taking some videos, sharing what I can with you from that event. All right. And with that, it's time to dive in. That's all the notes. That's everything we've got to go through. It's time. 20 seasons ranked one through 20 or 20 through one. Let's go. Time to dive in. We've got 20 seasons, one through 20. We've covered them all. We've given them all a grade. And now I have gone back and I have looked at them in totality, compared them to each other and realized I made a couple mistakes. Like, Good Lord. Like, uh, I was definitely a little bit of an easier grader uh, early on in the proceedings when I didn't have a lot to compare it to. And I was having such a good time watching those, you know, the first five seasons of the show, really the first nine, but especially, especially, especially the first five just have such a special place in my heart. I'm sure your heart, everyone's heart. And they also have a big, big spot of our heads taking up our brain space because we can never watch them. They're not anywhere to watch, which is really silly and really stinky, but it is what it is. But I was maybe a little easy on those. I was maybe a little harder on some seasons in the middle, like kind of in the middle of this 20 season run, because I was like, oh, wait, is that really going to end up being the best one ever? Is that going to be the worst one ever? So after comparison, some adjustments have been made, and that is why we need to put this official list back out there, because I once made everything very official 20 times over on 20 different podcasts, but now... I reserve the right as the official historian, as the keeper of the challenge record books and history books to go back and make a couple of edits. So we're going to start at the bottom, number 20, work our way all the way to the top. Some brief notes on each one. We should get through this list fairly quickly because, again, I've obviously talked for somewhere between 90 and, you know, in 270 minutes on each one of these series. I think the one I did with Mike uh, on Fresh Meat 2, I'm pretty sure that one went damn near three hours. So we've talked at length about them. If any of these, as we go through the list, pique your interest and you're like, I want to hear more about that season. Well, lucky for you, you can go back and listen to that podcast again. Even if you already listened to it once, you can go back again. Final thing before we dive in, a little behind the scenes for you. I am swimming without a life jacket tonight, which is something I never, ever do, both literally and in the metaphorical sense that I just tried to use it in. And that is that normally I come to every one of these podcasts. I'm sure if you've listened to any of them, which if you're here now, you're listening to one, you've probably listened to others. Thank you. I love you. I appreciate you for doing that. You know that I'm overly prepared for this stuff. I go into crazy, wild detail. I couldn't take more notes per episode. Like, just no, no way out there. But tonight, I am, well, I'm not working off no notes. I, I have the list in front of me of the 20. Their grades, the, the full details of every single season. It's one big spreadsheet. It has the MVP, the top moments, all the different grades, the cash prizes, the location, the host, the cast members, everything. I guess I kind of have all of the information about all the seasons in front of me. So I'm trying to say is normally 
I got a real big, long bullet point list of make sure you say this, make sure you hit this topic, make sure you had this thought three days ago, you wrote it down, it's kind of relevant, you could probably work in a tangent here and talk about it. I got all this crazy stuff. Tonight, none of that. Just a list, 20 to 1. What comes out, comes out. We're going to break them all down. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's start at the bottom because I want to end this thing on a high note. I want to talk about the best at the end. So we'll get the worst out of the way first. And that is where things have not changed at all. If you've listened to the 20 seasons, you know what's about to happen. Number 20 and number 19 on the list of the best challenge seasons of the first 20 seasons are last place, Battle of the Sexes 1. Season 6 is the worst season thus far and likely maybe possibly going to hold that title all the way through. But for now, 20 seasons in. Battle of the Sexes Season 6, it just, you know, it gets a C plus first and foremost. That is the grade that it received. Uh, or excuse me, C minus. C plus will move it much further up the ranking. C minus, the only one to technically go in the bottom half of the of of the the scale system which if you remember back we talked about an a anything in the a range means that you are like all-time great like that is to be in that top tier means a lot you pushed this thing super far forward you are pure greatness if you're in the a tier you're wow you're wow that's what you are you are wow if you're in the b tier Good season that still moved the franchise forward anywhere in the B tier, minus or plus. C tier, we got by. We got by. A C and a C plus, you didn't move anything forward, but you didn't necessarily hurt the franchise. It just kind of happened, and let's get to the next one and hope it's better. And so this season, Battle of the Sexes 1, is the only one that got a C minus that technically is on the other side of that. If it would have dropped all the way into the D, which I'm – I still think maybe it should be a D plus because the definition of the D range is that you move the franchise backwards, that you hurt the franchise, that you were a season where things looked like they could possibly end or were reversing course towards somewhere in the future, this thing ending, this thing totally going away, leading off the rails. And I feel like C minus D plus, either way, it's the worst one, mostly because of the puck of it all. You know, Puck versus David in the first couple episodes. Then Justin Booth lets him stay. The whole cast convinces him, like, we're not going to do this show if you don't let Puck stay. Then they let Puck have a wedding and walk around with a machete. All that stuff. There are some fun moments because, guess what? It's the challenge. The cast is very good. The sport in the show grade, super low. The cast grade's very high. Really good cast here. Ruthie, of course, the MVP. Love Ruthie on this season. A lot of great stuff. Antoine in the aquarium hitting on the with the boner in the aquarium hitting on the judge through the snorkel there's fun things that happen this season there's lots of fun cast members a part of this season but it's not competitive at all the puck of it all and it's just one i didn't have a good time re-watching it aside from you know like ruthie's great Antoine's pretty cool. Rachel and Veronica are both there together. That's fun. Shane, Anissa, and Rachel, I think, are all rookies. So I digress. I don't need to talk this long about a season I already talked way too long about. Uh, the worst one, Battle of the Sexes. And the second worst one, number 19, Battle of the Sexes 2. It gets a C. Barely beats out Battle of the Sexes 1. Obviously, this is the worst franchise 
uh, sub-franchise theme, genre, season, whatever you want to uh, frame it as. But Battle of the Sexes 1 and 2, 20 and 19. Battle of the Sexes 2, as we talked about, is just a little boring. I love, love, love the... I would give anything to go back in time and be a member of the male team on this season, the camaraderie they have. A lot of my favorites there, you know, Dan Setzler. The final four, really, just Dan and Theo Vaughn and Mark and Eric. I mean incredible stuff we get the introduction of a Derek uh Brad's first or second season like there's a lot of good stuff going on the women's team is mostly interesting but it's just not competitive again and there's really no kind of drama almost at all and just there's not there's not a lot going on at all so uh yeah that's why that one comes in 19th and then we move up to number 18 and really let's do these two together 18 is the Inferno 3 uh 17 is the gauntlet three both receiving a c plus coming they were big big conjunction at the c plus we had four or five seasons here that uh ended up with that grade and we had to break some ties and the way we broke that tie was basically that gauntlet three and inferno three just they they just really didn't have it those were you know coming especially you know season 14 15 here coming off the duel at the time, we called it the best ever. We'll see at the end of this list if it still stands as the best ever. But these two, you know, Kenny is the MVP of Inferno 3. That's kind of all you got to know. That season is really, really ruined right at the beginning by CT punching Davis and going home. And that, while it brings Derek into the game, which is great, you know, coming off the duel, CT's the draw for the show. He goes home right away. It has one of my favorite bittersweet moments in challenge history with Timmy retiring, but it's Timmy retiring. It's not, you know, I don't get as much Timmy time as I would like. And just overall, not a lot to love. Same with gauntlet three. Frank is the MVP when Frank's the MVP and like the deserved MVP of the season. It's like, Hey, like I like Frank for sure. But like, he's meant to be a solid contributor to this show. He is not meant to be the guy carrying the season, the MVP, Obviously, the Gauntlet 3 is, you know, historically very relevant for the final and easy going down and how that all played out. Also, you know, I hate to rag on a season that takes place in Mexico, the GOAT challenge location, probably Thailand, Mexico. It's hard to tell which one, but Inferno 3 comes in 18th, Gauntlet 3 in 17th. Then we move up to number 16. That would be season one. Road Rules All-Stars. And this is where I this is the great. It was the only time because it was the first season I gave it a C plus and I appropriately was like I absolutely adored and loved every moment of watching this five episode experiment of a season that was Road Rules All-Stars, but I knew even then like hey like it just because of what it is and how little of it there is compared to everything that's about to come like I got to make sure we we aren't setting the bar with like this is so great that like now what is every other season a freaking A plus or like what's going on here. So this one I actually got right, right up front. Didn't have to change anything. Road Rules All-Stars. It's a great time. It's an incredible watch if you can get your hands on some uh, some files to be able to watch it somewhere out there on the internet. And obviously have so much reverence for it because it gave us everything that we now have. But ultimately compared to what would come is great and fun as it is, again, Every season of the challenge, even Battle of the Sexes, it can be a good time and is a fun time and has lots of things to love, but someone has to come 
in the bottom five of these first 20 in Road Rules All-Stars. Comes in 16, rounding out that bottom five. We move into the next group of five. That is number 15 on the board, and that would be season 16, The Island. One of the certainly most infamous uh, seasons ever, controversial seasons ever. Obviously, we broke it all down this one. Thankfully, we had our good friend Paige with us when we broke down The Island, but it also came in a C-plus there was so much promise with this season, and it just got so gross, so fast, so continuously all the way through. I don't want to rehash any of it. We did, you know, we we went deep on it as we have all of these seasons, and so it uh, it bums me out to even have to like bring it up again and try to go through those complicated things. So I'm just gonna move on. But season 16, the island is number 15 of the first 20 seasons. And then the final C-plus grade, the winner of the Battle of the C-pluses, the best of those ones, won the big tiebreaker amongst all the C-pluses. Number 14 out of the first 20 is Seasons 4 Extreme Challenge. And I think this is where this list of first 20 seasons, there's kind of a a delineation. Even though I gave it a C-plus and I put it in the same group here, I feel like there is a clear... Maybe I should change the grade. I don't know, because I feel like there's a clear gap uh, between Island, All-Stars, Gauntlet 3, Inferno 3, Sexes 2, Sexes 1 as the bottom six, and then Extreme Challenge is like the first time we step up. So maybe I need to adjust the grade, but for now it's still a C+, but it's the best of the C+. I love this season for so many reasons. Dan Renzi, most importantly of all, as the MVP. The first time we have someone get sent home, all of the celebrity cameos, the, the crazy paintball fiasco daily challenge that leads to an actual court trial, well, fake celebrity judge court trial, but bonus daily challenge. Everything about it is really, really good. And I feel like it's the first time we enter this new tier where, yes, this is still the 14th best out of the first 20. It is what it is. That's how great this show is, that even something like the Extreme Challenge with so much to love comes in 14th. Moving up to number 13 then, that one is... The Gauntlet 2, Season 11, comes in 13th. And I feel like looking at my list, looking at my grades, I can't fully remember back right here and now. I've you know gotten some good feedback every one of these seasons that we put out. I at least get a few of you chiming in on, hey, I totally agree with this, or like you ranked this way too low or way too high, what have you. If you have any strong feelings, now's the time to get them out. I'm about to give you the full 20. I'll post the full 20 on Instagram so you can see it. You don't have to like freaking take notes or something right now. But let me know what you think I got right and wrong because part of me thinks the Gauntlet 2 being this low is uh, not going to resonate with a bunch of you listening. I think a lot of people really, really love the Gauntlet 2. But for me, it's at 13th. It's a B-. minus. It is the first one that moves into that B- territory where I'm confident it was a good season. It mostly moved the franchise forward. Obviously, TJ Lavin's first season. Derek is the MVP. You got the Joe Rhodes freak out episode one. That's a monumental moment. You got everything that Derek does in the elimination. TJ's really heavy on the quitter speeches his first season. A whole lot to love. Gauntlet to 13th place. Number 12, the duel two. This one is probably the hardest one for me to place because I, as I talked about when we did it, I love the Duel 2. In my personal opinions of it, subjectively, it is way higher for me than objectively, I have to say, where it truly ranks on this list. I love the Duel 2 mostly because 
I absolutely adore Landon so much, and it's the season he dominates but doesn't win. And so this season just lives rent-free in my head. I think about it all the time. Like, I don't want to say how often I honestly think about Landon leaving the room, getting thrown into elimination, and then losing to Brad on that crazy impressive moves by Brad, but losing that thing. I think about it a lot, okay? So I think about that season a lot then. And so in my mind, in wanting to rewatch and everything, and I like New Zealand, the whole thing. So subjectively, it would be higher on my favorites list, but objectively, it's a B-minus season. It comes in here at 12. Then we've got number 11. That would be season two, real world versus road rules. What just, what a time capsule back to just, you know, there's, you know, nostalgia is nostalgia. I was about to say, what a time capsule back to when everything was perfect. Of course, everything wasn't perfect then. It never has been, never probably will be. We can keep trying though. But (laughs) as much as this is the 11th ranked out of the top 20, damn it if this season isn't perfect. Everything about the first true challenge season Road Rules All-Stars obviously is a Road Rules season that we now co-opt into Challenge Season 1. Real World vs. Road Rules is, as these two seasons that would follow it, a just two-team Road Rules season, but feels like the true first challenge. Mark Long's there. Kobe Bryant's there. They go to the Playboy Mansion. They drive around Bessie, the Winnebago. Everything about it. Unbelievable stuff. And uh, yeah, I love this season to death. It is a full-blown B, taking us up yet another category and rounding out our second five. We enter the top 10, and in 10th place, the one that, as I said when we did the episode, which I need to stop saying that because obviously at this point you know that I did an episode on each one of these seasons, so I will do my best to not say that again, but... Final time, as I said, when I did the episode on The Ruins, season 18, which comes in number 10, that is definitely the season that I had the biggest difference between what's in my mind, where I thought when upon starting the rewatch this was going to end up, and where objectively, just truthfully, it has to be after the rewatch. It has to come out as a grade of a B. It fits right here in the exact middle, number 10, yes, Obviously, there's a lot to not like about the ruins. There's a couple, maybe even one big thing in particular that uh, draws a lot of the attention and draws, you know, anytime I say the ruins, maybe your head goes straight to one thing. Understandable. That's why I thought, of course, this season's going to be shit. I don't want to rewatch it at all. And then you do, and you remember that, well, first and foremost, it has one of the best casts ever assembled. Uh, second, uh, it does have some really enjoyable, pleasurable parts of it. It actually has really good competition as a part of it. And it just, it's just, it has a lot to love and it also has a lot to absolutely despise. So it kind of makes, it's fitting that it fits in a 10th because this is that high variance season where it's like the list of things to love is kind of long and they're in the love column, not the like, they're in like the love column. And then the things the hate column is actually empty because it's literally despised or disgusted by column. And that has quite a few things in it. And so it makes sense that it comes in at 10. At number nine, sneaking in to the top 10, at number nine, battle of the season, season number five. And this one comes in at a B. And this is the hardest season for me to place for a couple of reasons. One, 
Uh, first off, it's iconic. It's amazing. It's wonderful. If if someone told me that this was their favorite season ever, or they thought this was literally the best season ever, that the challenge peaked in season five with Battle of the Seasons, uh, I, as a few of you did, and a few of you continue to do, uh, shout out to everyone that uh, submitted Battle of the Seasons. And I believe David uh, listening out there was the one whose submission got in the 100 takes for the 100 podcast episode the Battle of the Seasons was the best season of all time. Um, there is a part of me that agrees with you. I adore this season. I adore the cast. Everything about it's perfect. I wish that uh, Veronica and Yes wouldn't have got sent home first. It would have made the cast truly perfect for if they wouldn't have left after one episode. My guy Theo Vaughn, obviously there to the end. We got Miz and Coral. We got the best trivia there's maybe ever been. We have the Hurricane Juliet toga party. Just everything. Mark and Eric as host. It's it's fantastic. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. And there's a part of me that thinks it shouldn't be number nine. It should be like number three or four. But this is where it's at. It was upgraded since the time of the actual recording of its podcast. So I feel okay with where it's at. But if if there's any of these, I feel the shakiest about it's bow the seasons that maybe it should be higher. But I'm trying to fight my own personal biases. It's definitely in my top five favorite seasons. And cert- it might be in my top three rewatched seasons. But objectively, where it should fall in the rankings, it's got to come in at number nine. Then, number eight, the one that changed the game, the one that started the second era of the show, as we discussed last Monday, with the different eras, and that would be the gauntlet. Uh, Season seven comes in in the eighth ranking. I don't think any of them matched up like season blank with ranking blank, but this one came very close. Season seven comes in eighth. Obviously, eliminations changed the game. Sarah Grayson, the gauntlet queen, changed the game. The cast was incredible. This one actually is the only one that has a subgrade that got changed two different times. Originally, I had the female cast pegged at an A. I retroactively, a couple seasons later, was like, I got to bump that down to an A-. And then now, when I went back and did the cast last Monday, I was like, never mind. It is an A. It is on the same footing as the other A that I gave. And now here we are. It's been changed multiple times over. But the season grade is a B plus. It, it comes damn close to getting into that A territory. Obviously, you know, you got the greatest hookup in challenge history. You got the Gauntlet Queen, uh, Sarah Grayson. You got Trishel's bike accident, her relationship with Miz. You got so many things. So, so many things to love. You got, you know, Telluride, Colorado, everything about it. The gauntlet comes in eighth. Then in seventh, Challenge 2000, season number three. Of the OG seasons, if I'm if we're calling, I say the first six seasons are the true OG seasons, era one. That way we can just say era one of the show is the OG season, trial and era, 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 if you will, trial and error, era. I just came up with trial and era, era of the challenge season one through six, the challenge 2000. Season three comes in with the best grade, a B-plus, seventh place on this list. All about tech money. Can't wait to watch tech money do some stand-up comedy tomorrow. That's just a little side tangent again about that. But tech is the MVP. We get, you know, the Redneck Games Daily Challenge. We get the Prank Daily Challenge. We get their our first real kind of altercation between Los and Piggy of any like cast member altercation. We have the skydive final mission that doesn't seem like it should have been legal to do. We have them jumping off the stratosphere. Yes, and Veronica are here. 
it's it's really 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 great and this is the one where i should say this is the testament to how goddamn good the challenge is and how many amazing truly hall of fame great seasons they have produced because the challenge 2000 is one of those and it still comes in seventh place here if this season you love it you adore it you want to know more about it and you say i've already listened to your episode about it on the rewatch make sure you've also gone back and listened to my interview with dan setzler who gets in deep on a bunch of the different little moments from this wonderful season and then to round out the next group of five here fresh meat comes in sixth season 12 fresh meat one sixth place on the list and we are officially in a territory this is an a minus season tina is the mvp this season's got the dm cancer reveal slash her partnership romance with Derek. we've got coral and evan coming in and dominating everyone until they both injure themselves repeatedly so much so that they finally have to regretfully go home we have wes and casey winning five exiles wes's rookie season austin cast rookie season mixed with the fresh meat it's insanity. It's wonderful. I still wish Theo and Shonda would have won the whole thing. It's got one of the funniest, most interesting twists and most consequential twists ever with the you have to carry the bags equal to the weight of your luggage when you showed up here during the exiles. It's fantastic. Everything about it. Also, it was in Australia, and uh, I think that's the only time they've ever been in Australia, and I feel like I get why they don't. It's probably a little more expensive than some of the other places they're going, but I really liked that. So Fresh Meat comes in at number six. It just misses the top five placement, but it does get that A minus, getting it in to the top tier. And then there were five. We've entered elite status. Technically, we already just entered elite status with Fresh Meat because we entered the A tier. Not only the A tier, but... Of the top six, when we count fresh meat, which we just discussed, there are five seasons that received and maintained their A-minus grade status that were tied, and there was one that got just above that. So fresh meat was actually the loser of the five-way tiebreaker of that A-minus tier. So we're talking elite top-tier season talent right here, top five Coming in at number five, and this is where things have shifted because I believe in all five seasons I'm about to talk about, I probably, I think I definitely called each one of them the best season of all time. I know I at least did for three of them, and I think for the fourth and fifth, I maybe didn't definitively say, yep, this is the best season of all time, but I at least said there's an argument to be made for it, and there still is. This list it was really tough to make the first 15 other again than battle of the seasons. I felt pretty strong and pretty confident that all of these were exactly where they should be. And this is truly objective fact of where these seasons fall in the ranking of the best of these 20, this top five though, if you told me you had it in reverse order, if you told me you, you know, just swapped everything, you had each one in a different spot than I do in some other just random combination, I would tell you, you're probably just as close to being objectively right as I am. I think the number one spot is kind of objectively true, but the next four and really the next five are not necessarily. It's tough. You're splitting hairs amongst the best of the best. Let's go ahead and split them hairs. Number five, The Inferno One, season eight. Just narrowly falls in fifth. The Inferno Two, 
comes in fourth, the Inferno one and two. If we just forget that the Inferno three happened, man, that was the Inferno just what a what a game changer for the challenge and what a run going from the gauntlet where you truly created the final kind of format of the game with the eliminations, everything else. You do have that game changer and then you bring in the Inferno next and it's the fifth best season of the first 20 seasons of your franchise. It's amazing. They work perfectly to like, we finally need to switch up the teams, how we make the teams and they do it flawlessly. They cast the show incredibly tied for the best male cast of all time with an A grade on that side. It's only because they go full fear factor with the eliminations and that drops the sport grade down a little bit that this one suffers just a bit at all. But of course we have iconic moment on iconic moment in the Inferno. Julie trying to kill Veronica, which we've now got even further uh, video behind the scenes stuff, making it even crazier and scarier all the years later during the challenge untold history documentary. A few weeks back, we have corals. I fucking beat bitches up quote. We have Julie peeing on corals bed. We have Katie winning multiple eliminations and verbally assaulting, uh, Veronica amongst others, and also accidentally putting Timmy's Bengay on her armpit instead of deodorant. We have so many great things. Coral as an MVP, it's in Acapulco. Dave Mir is there. It's wonderful. It's great. I slide Inferno 2 just in front, though, of Inferno 1. Inferno 2 in fourth place. Also an A-. minus. This one, if you said you wanted to flip these, I get it. Landon's the MVP of this season. So you already know that's going to kind of... If I got to split hairs already, one of them says Landon as the MVP. I know the other one says Coral as the MVP. But, you know, I'm going to go with that hair to split. We got Tanya throwing best clothes in the pool. Landon, Derek, wrestle outside of a club. Break up Derek's uh, ear. Landon shaves his head. Brad, wedgie moment. There's a belly flop contest. We have headbangers for eliminations. A couple really good ones. An incredible cast. Everything about it. It's right across the board. You know, we're in elite territory here. We're at number four. Let's move to the top three then. And... Yeah, and one of the Infernos maybe should have been in third place just to just to respect the franchise and how great it was until that not-so-great third and final version of it. But top three, we got some recents, uh, recency bias maybe at play. But number three, Fresh Meat 2, my favorite season of all time possibly, and I think because it's not only got a lot, everything that I love about the challenge and a lot of the cast members I love, but also because it happens to be easily one of the greatest seasons of all time, just objective fact, which is why it comes in here at number three. It's an A minus. Laurel is the MVP. We've got, you know, big time moments between the Jen and Mandy fight. Everything Kenny versus Wes and Evelyn versus Kenny, all of that little rivalry, how that all went down. We've got Carly nearly fainting in the nighttime elimination, the exiles being amazing, the competition being both dominated by a few teams, but also very competitive and interesting the whole time. Of course, Landon and Carly's win, one of the most satisfying and enjoyable wins in challenge history. The setting is beautiful. It's one of the first true cold weather seasons, but it works super duper well. Cast is stacked. Everything about it. Fresh meat too. Love, love, love ya. And then we get to the top two. Number two is Cutthroat. And this one I am stunned by, I am shocked by. I knew it was good, but I always just in my head 
I said I wasn't going to do it again, but I'm going to do it again. As I said on the podcast when I broke down Cutthroat, I just always kind of in my head was like, hey, everyone else overrates it because of the banana's backpack. And so like, you're not going to do that. So, and then I was underrating it. I was still thinking it's really good, but I was underrating that it's in fact freaking unbelievably great. It is the second best of the first 20 seasons. I mean, just, it's got it all. It's got it all. It's got such a great mixture of a couple last straggler OGs hanging on and making an impact. It's got such an incredible uh, group of, you know, all the women from Fresh Meat 2 coming in for their second season on Cutthroat and really star turns for the lot of them, even though, you know, some of them even had the star turn on Fresh Meat 2, but now they're doing it again. You've got the three-team format working incredibly well. Abram ends up being the MVP of doing all kinds of wild and crazy stuff all season long. The Bananas backpack, of course. Ty wrecking the room with a plant. Abram and Kara's relationship and, you know, the, the good version of it for this season, thankfully. We can remember it fondly and forget everything that would happen after it. And just, yeah, great cast, great format, great setting. Uh, very big, big, big moments. The biggest moment of all of them and everything to love. But even with that, it still falls at an A-. minus. It still falls at number two. An incredibly impressive place to be. But the number one best season of the challenge, maybe ever, but for certain, of the first 20 seasons of the challenge is, of course, The Duel. Season 13, what what have I not said before that I could say now to possibly justify any more or, you know, just I, you can only say the word perfect so many times before it's like, yeah, we get it. It's perfect because it is. That's what it is. It is perfect. Like everything about it is so entertaining, so interesting. The cast is the best cast we will ever have. I'm confident without grading out the rest of the seasons. We'll never have a better cast than this one it's only 20 people it's so stacked top to bottom pure heavy hitters basically across the board you got ct and dm you got dms you know the second big season of her cancer journey you've got wes and Derek's pull wrestle you've got i mean the kiss on the cliffs i already said ct and dm but we're just gonna say it again because that's what happens around here you've got super fun and funny daily challenges really really good eliminations other than one of the worst eliminations ever in the I can, which is like literally the only weakness of this whole season is that one of the eliminations that they did three times, which is why it's a big weakness, uh, you know, is, is horrible, but there's nothing that you can say to knock the duel from this spot of the first 20 seasons and likely possibly maybe of all of the seasons. Although I think when the rewatch series continues here in a few short weeks and we hit rivals, in X's and free agents and maybe arrivals two or an X's two or maybe a war of the world's two way in the future. I don't know. There's ones that are going to compete with this for sure. These are not the only six seasons that will get into the a territory. There's many a coming for this top tier. This top five is going to be shaken up this top three. I have no doubt will be shaken up by seasons that we cover in the future, but I don't know if the top one will because it's the duel. It's CT and DM. It's Wes winning. It's, you know, retroactively bananas and Tyler going out early and knowing who they would go on to be. That makes that so much more interesting. And it's a great location. 
It's just great storylines every single episode, all the way through. It's competitive. It's funny. TJ's there. Just, yeah, it's it's the best. It's the best. And that's all there is to say about it. We will see if it holds its throne for the next 17, now 18, plus All-Stars, plus USA, not plus that other dumb spinoff that we don't talk about around here. But we do eventually have another, you know, 21 seasons to go on the rewatch, so we'll see the duel. But to recap, the top 20, first 20 seasons in order are the duel, Cutthroat, Fresh Meat 2 and 3rd, Inferno 2, Inferno, Fresh Meat, Challenge 2007, The Gauntlet in 8th, Battle of the Seasons 9, The Ruins rounding out your top 10, and then the back 10, Real World vs. Road Rules Challenge, Duel 2, Gauntlet 2, Extreme Challenge, Island, and then your final five All-Stars, Gauntlet 3, Inferno 3, Battle of the Sexes 2, and the worst season of the first 20 seasons and possibly of all time, Battle of the Sexes 1. So there's your top 20. That's official. These ones are etched in stone. These history books ain't changing again. I'm not rewriting. These are history books. It's a long book to write. A history book, it takes a long time to fill this in. I just had to redo it because I redid some of this stuff, so I won't be doing that again. So these are official. This is where the top 20 of the first 20 rank. This is how they stack up. We'll see who ends up where when we get through the rest of them when we get to the rest of them because the rewatch series will return eventually but for now it will return the next two weeks with more top 20 of the first 20 type of content dailies and elimination next week mvps and cast members the following monday and quotes and moments on the final friday of this rewatch recap mini series thank you for being here not only today but through all 20 episodes of the rewatch series thus far and for future thanks for coming back for all of the future episodes when we're just going to keep getting it bigger, better, bolder, maybe having some more guests, maybe getting some cast members involved that were a part of each season. Who knows what we're going to be able to stir up. But if you've got a problem with this list, if you think I've messed something totally up, let me know at Challenge Historian on Instagram. And as always, wherever you may be listening, hit that download, hit that follow, subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode and so you help me out move up those charts just a little bit find my way through the algorithm a little bit better. Five-star ratings, those really help as well. So if you don't mind dropping one, I'll love you even more than I already do. So with that, I will be back on Monday, top 20 daily challenges of the first 20 seasons. Maybe a little recap of Challenge Mania. Maybe a little Challenge Book recap coming sometime next week as well. Lots of good stuff coming your way. As always, thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your weekend. Peace.